Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Ah, wow. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune into King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. What to build? What to build? Oh, come on, Lizzie. Wow, you're a builder. You're a maker. You're a... <gasps> I got it! Tool call. Hammer. Hammer. Wrench. Wrench. Drill. Drill. Great job, Kapow. Great job, Kapow. Oh, no, wait, that's me. Great job, Lucy Wow. Oh, brother. Now all we have to do is turn this thing on. Let the show begin. Yo, kids, yo! It's me, Kapow, the mechanical pygmy goat. Student of invention, eater of tin cans, sidekick to Lucy Wow, and co-host to Neville Guy. Uh, it's Guy Neville, Kapow. Oh, sorry! Sometimes I get my wires a bit crossed and reverse words. It's how I ended up eating Bell Taco for lunch when I really wanted Taco Bell. Wait, you ate a bell for lunch? It actually wasn't bad. I covered it with hot sauce and washed it down with a flip-flop smoothie. What did you have for lunch, guy? Tin can salad? Dictionary soup? Oh, I know, flip-flop pizza. Kabow, none of those are things humans can eat. In fact, I'm not even sure it's healthy for you to eat them. I have to admit, that belt did give me a bell ache. <laughs> Get it? Because it's a bell. Yeah. I got it, Kapow. Anyway, I didn't eat anything weird for lunch. I just had a sandwich. A plain and simple sandwich. Whoa! A plain and simple sandwich? Plain and simple? I'm sorry, guy, but no invention is plain and simple. You have to imagine up a new idea, experiment with it, perfect it. Even when it seems like they just come to you, they're actually the results of hard work. Uh, I agree, Kapow. But I said I had a sandwich for lunch, not an invention. Did you pick it off a sandwich tree? There's no such thing as a sandwich tree. Was there a sandwich storm where PB and J's came raining down from the clouds? Uh, there's no such thing as sandwich rain, Kapow. So wait, if it doesn't grow on trees or fall from the sky, how did the PB and J ever end up between two pieces of bread? Wait, uh, are you saying, uh... That's right, guy! The sandwich was invented! Really? Uh, by who? By the fourth Earl of Sandwich, of course! You have to be making that up. Oh, no, my friend! The fourth Earl of Sandwich was a very real person, and an interesting one, too. In fact, He's unlike any other inventor I can think of. All right, Kapow, you've got me curious. You want to tell us about him? My goatness, yes! Okay, 
John Montagu was born in 1718 in England. At the age of 10, he succeeded, or took over for, his grandfather as the Earl of Sandwich. Wait, uh, what's an Earl? It's a title that's given by the British royal family to citizens who have served their country. It's a huge honor that comes with lots of perks and also lots of responsibilities. It's kind of like being a platinum member of the Secret Society of Tin Can Eaters, but not as cool. There isn't a secret tin can eating society, Kapow. <laughs> there sure is. You've just never heard of it because it's a secret. Oh, wait. Did I just give away our secret? Ah, that's not good. Okay, all of you, do me a favor and don't tell anyone. Deal? I think you're okay, Kapow. Phew! <laughs> okay, where was I? Oh, right! After John finished college, he decided to travel the world and see what life was like outside of England. He went all over, seeing most of Europe, a bit of Asia, and some of Africa. Huh, I'm jelly. I'd love to travel the world. He must have gotten to learn a lot of cool stuff doing that. He sure did! And when he came back to England, he decided to use the knowledge he gathered on his travels to make his home a better place. As an expert on heroism, I can tell you that's the best thing to do with knowledge. Learn it, share it, and use it for good. So, how'd he go about doing that? Well, as an Earl, he got to have a seat in the House of Lords, which is part of the British government. In this position, he was able to vote and debate all of the issues of the day. It was here that John became famous for his clear, simple, and intelligent speaking style. Much like I'm famous for my clear, simple, and intelligent napping style. Uh, uh, wake up, Cabal! and intelligent. John also joined the British Army at this time, where he eventually rose to the rank of General. Hey, Guy, can you imagine if General Sandwich and Colonel Sanders were officers at the same time? Whoa, that would be the most delicious military ever! Focus, Cabal. Right, my bad. Because of his success in the military and the House of Lords, John was made the ambassador of the Dutch Republic. While there, he represented the UK in all of its dealings with the Netherlands. A general, an ambassador, and an earl? Huh, this guy sure had a lot of titles. And he wasn't done yet. Next, he became the postmaster general, then secretary of state. He had so many titles that it started taking forever to write his name. So instead of dealing with the hand cramps, he just retired from public duty in 1782. Come on, Kabow. He didn't retire because it was too hard to write his name. Fine. He might have retired for other reasons. But what's important isn't that he retired. It's what he did with his retirement. First, John turned his energy to music. He built a place called The Catch Club, where professional singers could sing and perform. If you'd like an example of what the music sounded like back then, I could play you a song out of my butt. Uh, that's okay. You can uh, keep your butt on mute for now. Your loss. John also was a super great supporter of an explorer named Captain James Cook. In fact, John was so helpful that Cook named a whole group of islands after him. The Sandwich Islands, 
which we now call Hawaii. The Hawaiian Islands were once called the Sandwich Islands. Yes, sir! Hawaii sounds way cooler, but a lot less tasty. Anyway, while John spent his days helping explorers and musicians practice their trade, at night, he liked to play cards. In fact, he was so passionate about cards that he didn't even like to leave the game to eat. So John began to ask for slices of meat to be brought to him at the table so he could eat while playing. But in order to keep the cards clean, he had the meat put between two slices of bread. That way his fingers wouldn't get greasy. Other people saw him doing this and thought it was a good idea. And they began to order the same ass sandwich. Soon everybody in London was ordering it. From there, the sandwich trend moved to greater England, then to Europe, then out to the whole world. Which brings us to today, where Americans alone eat more than 300 million sandwiches every day. Oh. Wow, so snacking while gaming can be the path to invention? Totally. The secret to invention isn't to spend all your time in the lab. It's to follow your passion, try new things, and stay open-minded. Because a great idea can come at any moment, even snack time. Huh, I guess you're right, Kapow. My sandwich wasn't so simple after all. A guy had to travel the world, serve his country, and help explore Hawaii before I could order a tuna on toast. Speaking of that, is there any of your sandwich left over? Or could I have a nibble of your shoes? Oh, they look tasty. Uh-oh, uh, looks like Kapow needs a snack, so we better finish up. But if you'd like to talk more about sandwiches, Pflugerville, Kapow, or me, Guy Neville, just send an email to guy at gokidgo.com. Or to me, at kapow at gokidgo.com. We might even read your question on a podcast. But until then, I hope you have yourself an inventive day. Make something, build something, go big, and then go bigger. Go, kid, go! Go, kid, go. Go, kid, go. Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.